And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 140. In this episode, we will be discussing Hellbent's chapters 9 through 12. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our very own yoke herself, Lee Bardugo. Moi sabiyanyi casters. Hi. Hi. We have <laughs> listener cities. We do. Yeah. First, we have Longmont, Colorado. Thank you. Woo. And then we're going to Isfahan, Iran. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the reason I, I thought it was funny because last time we didn't notice until we were recording that we didn't have listener cities. And I actually wrote, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. So, um, how are you? I'm good. It's been a long week and it's only whatever day this is, but it's good. We're halfway there. We are getting things done. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if everybody knows exactly like what I do. I don't know. But anyway, we got this lovely letter in today in the mail and it really like touched me and it's, I've like carried that like with me throughout the day. Um, it's from a man who is incarcerated and has been incarcerated for a very long time. And we did the very simple task of sending a birthday card to him as we do all of our THEI family. And, Mm -hmm. um, he wrote back a thank you letter about how much it touched him and how, um, surely we know how much we mean to other people's lives and how it's so easy to be forgotten about when you've yeah. been incarcerated and he knows that he'll never be forgotten because of us. And wow, I had to take a second and have a little bit of like a teary, <laughs> teary moment. Um, but I, that's, I'm, I'm going to carry that in my heart for a little while. You know, it's one yeah. of those things that just, it was very touching. Oh, that is really special. Yeah. So did you, you guys just like have the birthdays and just write them I guess, like, is there a birthday person or, like... Yeah, I mean, uh, typically it's either um, someone on the education side or someone in, like, the the transitional side. But um, for those that are still incarcerated, it goes through, like, the education side. And there's two people over there, and they just kind of keep track of everybody's birthdays. And month to month, week to week, they just send out birthday cards. It can't be anything crazy. It has right. to just be, like, happy birthday, we're proud of your accomplishments, yeah. Your THEI family. And just to hear how much something that simple really means to them, because I hear it all the time. I actually get to do a weekly Zoom with um, a facility where I get to talk to some of our students. And it just, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you think, like, like if I get mildly inconvenienced, my day is done. You know, like if I am mildly inconvenienced, I want to go to bed and just like say, screw it. But then to really hear people who you from the outside world have nothing, get up and choose to do great things all day long 
every day is just so touching and it's it's really like changed my perspective on a lot of things. Yeah. It's really like given me a more positive outlook on things. It definitely helps like having that moment when you when you just realize that you are making a big deal over small things and it could be so much more worse. Mm-hmm. And I mean I it's just yeah, we should be grateful for what we have because I mean, yeah, and it's so nice to know like I mean seriously, just being I think that's what everybody like just being recognized and being know that you're heard is the important thing. Yeah. God, we're getting all feely touchy here. I know, but this is my life now. This is literally my like daily life from eight to four every day, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekends. As on Saturday, we had a, a discussion with our alumni. We had alumni check in and we got to hear all the great stories about what they're doing with their lives now and if there's anything that we can support them with. And so many of them have become entrepreneurs and opened up their own businesses and they're working for themselves and they just need help from us on like simple things. You know, how do they do their taxes now? And mm-hmm. just to hear all those stories, just uh, they teach me so many things and they inspire me all the time. I make sure they know that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but they, you know, just, I learn a lot from our, our family, our little THEI family. It's important to have a job like that, I think. Definitely. I mean, that you get rewards from, you know, it's, um, it's not easy. It doesn't always happen. It takes a while to finally find that job. But when you do, it's just, and it's just those special things. I've, I don't know. I really like my job too. And it's taken me a long time to get there, but I've actually, I think I always was for a while hoping that I would get recognized by the, like, by my actual job. Like, I know, like, I mean, getting, like, accolades from them. And um, I've recently just realized that actually, like, I mean, the most important, actually, I don't even care about that anymore. And, like, I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> just being honest. Yeah. But um, I I think it's what's more meaningful, I realize now, is literally the hearing from the people that I'm helping and hearing them just say, like, you know, you really are going out of your way. And, like, I mean, just – and, yeah, I do. I should – like, I mean, there are things that, like, I mean, I don't know. It's – we both work in very similar jobs, I think. Kind of um, on opposite sides of them. Right. <laughs> and – but they're very similar. We have the opportunity to help people. Mm-hmm. And I think – we have the opportunity to do that or we don't. Like, I mean, yes, our job requires us to do certain things, but we can go that extra little way and I don't know. I always do and I just like doing it and I – it's so weird. I I kind of get made fun of in my office, um, at least for a while I did, that I am just like – not that I'm too helpful, but I'm just like too – like I'm – looking at these people as people and it's not I guess they said that when I it's just it was because I started there I was new that you know I'd get emotional or like feel sorry for certain people because of their circumstances and things like that but here I am going on it'll be it's been four it'll be four years April and I'm still just like I mean no I mean like you don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose your humanity and your empathy. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, and 
but it it's i'm i'm so glad that i finally reached a place where like it's not me it it i don't care about my bosses finding out or coming and telling me um because they don't <laughs> hey but i'm so glad that like now it's like it doesn't even infuriate like i mean like i don't care it used to really upset me that like i mean i didn't they didn't point out things that I knew they knew happen and like, like letters getting like, you know, if someone like says something and it's just like, it's weird. But anyways, I know that we're growing. Yeah. We're getting older. If we're like not care, I am for sure. I'm going to say I'm getting older if I'm starting to not care what other people think. And that's a, big well, that's one about for- time. Yeah. That's a- I stopped that probably when I was born. When you were born. <laughs> You never cared. I never, ever Ever. did. Uh, I do what I feel is right in my heart and everyone else can suck it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, but to work for a place where the mission statement literally says to disrupt systems of harm is, it's really nice to see that like on the walls when you like walk in to the office every morning and to be reminded all the time that that's our goal is that we are working against those systems of harm it's um it's great for so for all you listeners out there that i know are most likely like i don't know like i know that we have a younger fan base and you (laughs) probably don't you know no matter what your job is you still can make a difference i think yes absolutely it's never too late either so many i know when i was younger there was this feeling of like it's never going to happen never going to get there i have failed on this path But if you really look into it, so many people who have been successful and have really done things with their lives didn't start until they were in their 40s and 50s. So (laughs) Yeah, and who cares? Right? Everyone's on your own timeline. Exactly. Don't – that. yeah, that's a huge one. Don't – like I – comparing yourself to other people, oh my god, I've done that for like so long. You can't do that. And that's such a a thing to like set you up for disaster. Mm -hmm. You can't compare yourself to anybody else. Um. Okay. Well, our Oprah moment is over. Oh, <laughs> come on. I hope you all enjoyed it. But um. So <laughs> it's not over. I'm sorry. If you well, I I am kind of switching gears. If you listened <laughs> last week to our episode where we watch the show and talk through it. Oh, that episode where we had no clue what we were doing. Yes. First of all, let us know if <laughs> that's working out for you. Um, secondly, we were so confused as to like why Kaz in the very beginning was trying to get (laughs) there. Um, we figured out. And then what, well, sort of, he didn't know. I mean, all he knew was that Pekka wanted to go over there. Right. So Pekka, the whole reason why he like beat that person up was because he was getting to the heart render. But Kaz didn't know about the heart render situation until was, that moment. He was just trying to beat Pekka. It was just a re- yeah, yes. It was a revenge. <laughs> it took me a second, but I was so upset. Like, why is this so difficult? I knew that I had it when the show first came out. But so yes, so we apologize. I apologize. I'm not going to speak for Eric. I apologize. I don't. <laughs> Eric of course, says <laughs> I. I had no clue what was going on. No. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I never know what's going on, though. I mean, like, what yes, am I going to do? do? Apologize for everything? Yeah, I barely am. Yeah. I will admit, though, that we we thought that 
I thought that that would be a lot easier of an episode than it was. <laughs> and it's really funny because we're like, you know what? Let's like, since the show's coming up, let's just rewatch every episode and we'll watch it together and we'll kind of be like the commentary. Um, yeah, well. Or just two people talking all the way through an episode. That was, when you said that, that cracked me up. Mm-hmm. That was the funniest thing. Like, yeah, because we're, yeah, either, yeah, people are either listening to it or not. I mean. I hope you enjoy it when, like, your best friend on the couch just wants to talk, talk to you through the whole entire thing. Because that's really so what it's like. <laughs> so if you enjoy that, man, those enjoy. episodes are for you. You're and, welcome. And please check out last week when we. Yes. Yeah. Um, enjoy we're, we're the trying awkwardness to, with us. We're trying to figure out the story of the um, of what's going on. I mean, it's only the theme of our <laughs> podcast. So don't you love that when your hosts are anyways. Um, but it was cute. It was fun. Yes, hey, it was fun. It was a, it's an adventure. It's definitely an adventure. It is. Definitely. <laughs> and if it was perfect, who would want to listen to that? Oh, yeah. Boring. That's why I'm so glad there's no, like, audience ever here because I really still feel like, I mean, it's just, hi, mom. My mom listening or just, like, even though she, I know she's not. But, um, and I don't know why I had to feel like I had to say that. I know she's not. But. Do you like to say hi to people? I do. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> oh, Kevin again. What's yeah. up? Hey, hey Kevin. Dog. Well, I'm so amazed that people, like, I mean, come on. Like, this is such a niche podcast so anybody that actually can get through an entire episode without knowing anything that we're talking about kudos to you there's a lot of people that i've heard from that only listen to us up until we start reviewing the chapters because they enjoy hearing us talk about random stuff and then they have never read the book so they just peace out at that point so like i'm flattered (laughs) what's funny is my friend Kathy does it to check up on me because she doesn't like because I I don't do Facebook or anything like that so she'll listen to the very beginning and that's how she knows how things are going and I remember I talked to her once and it was like it'd been a couple months and she was like I know everything that's going on because I've just I I listened to everything you and Terry talk about and then I stopped and I was like that's really funny that's really amazing I'm I'm so glad that people are very entertained with Mm -hmm. us and not the subject of the podcast. (laughs) You know, you've hit it big. When When it's just us. Yeah. But hey. I I was talking to somebody and they were talking about how they had to uh, think about not fangirling because they've never met somebody on a podcast. Before and I was like, um, literally, it's just me and my best friend talking to each other, so it's not like (laughs) a big deal, but I am a big deal, so yes, you are, yes, (laughs) ma'am, bring it, put on those big girl panties every day, big bossin' girl (laughs) style, my god. Big boss and girl style is what I just said, and I was trying to remember what our title of our episode was last week, which was um, not that. No, it was not that. You're not even going to tell me. I can't remember. (laughs) Okay, whatever. Yeah. 
That's what it is in my head, in case you guys want to know. It's big boss and girl style. Yes, that's what it was. That's what I do every day. Mm-hmm. And I have got to um, step away from that mic. I keep on. Then just... you're going to get too far away. I am. Eventually, I'm just going to be like <laughs> next door. <laughs> I'm going to be inside the house. Um, but anyways, um, so I um, I really loved these chapters that were it, is it okay to start? Um, maybe let's remind listeners about the drawing. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Um, <laughs> yes, please. Our drawing is like we just really want someone to win all this stuff. Because it's so awesome. But it's it's really fun. All you have to do, I have been working on a video <laughs> of um, that eventually I will release. Hopefully not like the day that you need to have your stuff entered of me taking the quiz. But um, yes, our um, fin- phenomenal, fantastic fan giveaway. It's just for all of you listeners. It's to thank you guys for hanging in there or just starting whatever. It's it's for Grishaverse fans i know that like i mean it's it's just really amazing you can go and look at all the stuff um that we have it's it's a lot of really cool grisha verse like um fan made art um it's all on our website in under the section that says giveaway and um yeah it'll go through all the different things that were that's in the that you win and all you have to do is take our fun little suborder quiz and find out what suborder you are and that's it. See? I know. I'm excited for it. But um, we will finally, um, yes, be drawing. And we will have a winner. And we will be releasing that next episode. Is that right? It's the 17th? Because it comes, um, it's an episode mm-hmm. that is, yeah. So, next episode. Wow. Next episode, we will be drawing a winner. Mm-hmm. So, you guys that's a big old package that somebody's gonna get. It really is, and I'm so excited for them. It's really cool, and um, I just um, yeah. I hope I'm good luck to everyone. May um, what? <laughs> yep. Nope. My thought was there, and I'm not gonna even try to like um. I was trying to say the thing that's in um, Hunger Games. May the odds ever be in your favor. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. See. That's why you're there. You can finish my sentences for me because I physically can't. Not because we're just so in sync. It's literally because I can't get the words out of my mouth. Mm. Oops. <laughs> well, anyways. Now we can move on to the Now we can. <laughs> so, I thought this was like a really fun section. However, I will admit like I... Th- there's a lot at that, like, I feel like the last chapter, there was so much stuff in it. Like, I just still am trying to, like, grasp onto all of it. And that's where we differ is because that last chapter is where I glaze over. See, and so <laughs> I want to know, okay, so what chap- what part whereas where you were just, like, focused on? Chapter 11 was my... What was, was that? where I was... It's where, like, Darlington and... Oh, Yeah. And Alex actually have a conversation. Like, we actually get that back. That's right. And they do do the glowing cock again. Yes. Do yeah. do glowing cock. Yes. Yeah. And she asks him about it. Yes. That's she what does. I thought was really interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It was really cool to see that. Um, and 
see that. Yeah, because I watched it. Um, yeah, that's what happens in my head. I'm watching it. Um, however, it was really cool. I, he's talking in riddles, though. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Is that not it? No, Who, sorry. It was chapter 10. Anyway. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Who cares? That exactly. part. That part. That was a really cool part. It was a really cool part. And um, I was super excited. But, like, the whole, um, like, she was sleepwalking. Like, he was drawing her to him. Is that what we really know, though? Because, I mean, like, he doesn't even know. Like That's what they guessed. Did they? Because mm-hmm. I felt like, I mean, like, I I know at first she was saying she felt like she was compelled. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, but no. But that <laughs> sounds like a very far sleepwalk. I mean, like. To have bloody feet. Yeah, like that's that's not your average. Just like get up and just like <laughs> I mean, like campus. yeah, go and grab something out of the fridge and get back into bed. I mean, you're just <laughs> God waking up in a cross campus and whew, that's so, so crazy. I, but I was really like that that part. I was really excited to have back because we, you know, Darlington like went away <laughs> and like now we finally have those conversations back. But, like, I, some of the conversations in that piece, I thought that this is when we're going to start getting spicy. Like, I, some of the things that they oh, really? were. Yeah, because, like, he says his appetites aren't holy or wholesome. His appetites aren't wholesome. And I was like, oh, we're going to get spicy at some point. And we didn't. But. It's not spicy enough for you that he's um, no. a wreck sitting there. I mean, I thought with an adult novel, because I'm very used to like adult novels having spicy scenes. Oh, yeah. No. So at this point, I was like, oh. Lee doesn't really write gonna spicy. Get spice. And then. Have we ever had spicy Lee? Mm-mm. No. Ooh, spicy Lee. Spicy Lee. I don't. Yeah. I'm actually like, you know, to be honest, I. I well, no, I don't read spicy, so I I can't. I was about to say I don't think I really would want that, but I can't say I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever really read like a a good. So a what good about room. like a good queer fairy spicing? Well, hell yeah! I mean, like any. Like, I mean, it doesn't even have to be fairies. I mean, hell. I mean, you know, back in the day, they. Back in the day, they probably still do this, but I remember when I, I, I went to like, I did my trip to Israel and Europe and all that. And anyways, I remember I was in some, like some airport and I went and I, I found like, I guess it was like pretty much like, it was like, um, a novel of like porn, but spicy. Like, I mean, like all, like, I mean, that was it. It was Mm -hmm. just like, I mean, like, oh yeah. And I, I was like, and I remember reading it on the plane. I was like, what? Is it? I was like, this is. Hey, it was, That's it's... there's a whole genre for like. So what is that called? What genre? It's romance. Oh, that was more than romance. Oh, but it's, I mean... it's part of the it's part of the romance. It's spicy romance. It's part, of, part of the romance. Mm-hmm. They're called. It's the kids are calling it. Mm. That's well. why a lot of people read romance <laughs> for the spicy parts. They are, yeah. I mean, like, you know, You're all right. those, like, novels of, like, Fabio with his hair in the wind and, like, shirtless and... Those will always remain the Walgreens novels yes. to me. That's always just... But now there's, like, so many queer 
yeah. romance stories. So, and they are so good. I mean, and they're it's amazing. And 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 to be honest, like we really haven't had that. Um, it's a very new thing. Oh, I it think. is so readily available now. Yeah, and there's just so many. And actually, like I mean, it's not something you have to like go to a specialty bookstore to find. I mean, we're it can get on your Kindle in one second. It's amazing. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy about that. That's amazing. Yay. Yay for spicy. Yay for spice. Spicy Lee. <laughs> I wonder what her husband thinks of that when he hears me say that. Cause yeah. Maybe he would love to know that I was like commenting that she's spicy. I'm thinking about Thai food now. Okay, so we're going to move on. So. <laughs> Anyways, that took a turn. Didn't this expect... circle that Darlington. Yeah, bring us back in. Bring us back, girl, please. <laughs> the circle that Darlington is stuck in. I can't remember what they called it, but the boundary, this, like, boundary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. um. So, like, he says he feels less human as he gets closer to it and then he does get closer to it at one point and she said he looks more monstery and then she put her arm through it and it made her tattoos like glow and move and then there's a whole conversation about how they don't have a lot of time and if they don't do it in time then whatever he is is going to be unleashed in the world he said yeah he mentioned so, yeah my question my thought-provoking question, he sits in the center of the circle a lot and meditates. Mm -hmm. Do we think that he is, like, willing himself to stay human, like, or really, like, stay in that human part of him? Do you think that he's doing that, like, on purpose, like, as a grounding so that he doesn't, like, let the demon completely take over? Because mm. he's asking for books and he's, like... He's they a lot there are several times where they say it's like he's meditating in the middle of the circle. I don't think I feel like I mean like I don't think it has anything that I don't think he has any control over it. I think that he's just like I mean cuz I think he he's desperately been trying to get back to the world like I mean so again I feel like the way that he got went to hell like wasn't normal like i feel like there's like this weird like he's because he's not like he didn't really die mm -hmm. um so i feel like there's this weird kind of like magic-y thing that's kind of like connected like he's still connected both like because i mean he's not dead but i mean like i don't think he has any control over it yeah because i mean like he did say like i mean when she mentions about and i keep bringing it up his penis she he did say like i'm I'm not a dullard, but, like, I mean, like, and then comments about how, well, you're not dressed for the occasion either. And I got the assumption that, you know, he wouldn't be sitting there naked with a heart on if he had some. Well, he says that his um, dignity has long been left in tatters. Hmm. See, and I feel like when he was saying that, that that was... Since he's been in hell, but maybe not. No, I don't know. I don't. Th but I mean, like, I, I think I figured it was just because <clears throat> he had been, he had spent that whole time naked. So like, he just, it wasn't like a, 
a thought anymore. Mm. Or maybe just all, yeah, maybe all demons are naked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doesn't really matter. It's hot. You know, I mean, it's really hot in hell. I mean, I mean, you can't take as much clothes off as you want. I mean, it's going to get hot. You're not going to go down in a sweater. Um, I definitely take that off. But um, anyway, what was the question? <laughs> I am um, no, I, I <laughs> because the boundary brings out the demon in him, and he knows that if he stays the way that he is now, he's going to turn more demon, and he is slowly like going into just being a demon, and eventually right. he's going to be unleashed in the world, and he spends all of his time in that center, really like focusing inward. Do we think that like may not that he's not that he can control it, but maybe he's just like really holding on. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. That he's still like, I mean, him trying to, he's got a piece of being able to like, you know, stay in that spot. Otherwise, like, I mean, I think, yeah. And I think like also like, but I don't think he's going to be unleashed into the world for sure, because, like, I also think, like, I mean, isn't he, like, he's... That's what he says. Does he say that? Because I thought he, like, I mean, he he's He says been... he will be unleashed into the world and his appetites aren't entirely wholesome. Because hmm. I thought he was just going to go back to, like, he's only got a certain period of time before he, like, that chance goes away. But I guess you're saying that that chance is that until he just actually, like, gets unleashed and being a demon. Hmm. I didn't see it that way. I hear you. Hmm. Interesting. I also, everything that he was saying is like very, like it's, it's, he's not speaking like the normal Darlington. Everything is in riddles. Not this one, really. There's only like one thing he says that was in a riddle in this chapter. It happens more later on. Oh, really? Where he like talks more in riddles. Like the only thing that he says this time is that, is something about like stories being immutable. Right. And that's like really the only questionable thing he says. Well, okay. He's being very straightforward in this chapter. But in, in chapters later on, he definitely. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, this... I was looking for that in this one. Because the chapter that like I was obsessed with, which was where they're like, at the library and they're connecting all the dots of the conversations he had. So you're saying that those conversations happened before. Like, I mean, all those different things that they're connecting to like figuring out the gauntlet and like, he said he was, he said very straightforward. Like you have to find the gauntlet. Right. He wasn't really talking in like riddles. The only thing he said that was a little like, eh, was that stories exist in all worlds. They are immutable like gold. I'm saying that he's spoken riddles about, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, he can't, he knows where the gauntlet is, but he can't tell them where the gauntlet is. So that's what I meant. Like, everything, yeah. he's saying all these things, and, like, Alex is like, I don't know why you're saying, like, that's weird. But then she finally, it all makes sense at the end when, like, she's like, oh, okay, so all these. The thing he said was on the library door. Yes, like, I mean, the there's that, and then there's the alma mater, because there's the mother thing. Because I remember, I thought that was really weird. I didn't know alma mater st stood for um, 
mother, like, holy mother or something. I thought that was interesting. And, yeah. But that is a, yes, so that was a really cool chapter. I think it's, I, it is really weird to know that he's, like, finally actually in this world, too. Mm -hmm. Because we've all, we also have always had him just, like, I mean, it's been the past before Darlington got eaten by a hell yeah. beast so now he's actually here mm -hmm. and he's he's glowing he is glowing he's glowing and glittering he is his skin is glittery yeah it's it's very interesting edward cullen could never <laughs> huh. <laughs> but before all that happened i loved when um i mean i don't love whenever like she's having to deal with aton but like Oh, we totally forgot about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, nothing that big happens. And, and there's, like, one little small thing. But, like, the Aton <laughs> gave his cook an annual pass to Disney. <laughs> so she you, goes, you, what's – I don't know why. That tickled me so much. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> it's like this, this, like, gang guy. And he's like, ah, she's not very nice. So I gave her an annual pass to Disney. Made her so happy. <laughs> <laughs> she goes once a week. <laughs> don't forget, he celebrates the Sabbath as well, and he keeps kosher. It's just so. I don't know why. I twice reading through that, I I giggled. <laughs> I I find like I really do think that Ninth House and Hellbent are hilarious. Um, there are there are some really funny parts. parts. Like I mean, and, and I because I remember Lee just saying like how she thought it was funny. When she wrote Ninth House and like, I just, I don't know now, like, I mean, especially some of Alex's like inner thoughts and commentary and like, there's just some really funny stuff in there. But. The same meal when, um, what's his face? Like a taxer. Spy, 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 what the heck is his name? Anyway, um, Aton's oh. guy, like a taxer and she needs a gray. And so she takes like party girl. In the red dress. <laughs> I just imagine that girl just like, be like, whoop. Oops. <laughs> I don't know. Again, like that little like, like it's a serious thing where she's getting like beaten up. And I'm laughing at like the thought of this like party girl, Gray, who is drunk red. and on cocaine for eternity. <laughs> God. It's like just suddenly like <laughs> I don't know. Lord help me. It is hey, it is why it's fantasy and we all enjoy fantasy. And we can all just like I'm sure like it was described more, but like in my head it was just this, you know, like her hair is a wreck and she's barefoot and she's just like wandering around and then mm. just got snatched. Yeah. I think it's weird that Aton actually like I'm. I was confused on how Aton actually found her, but I guess like I mean he is a big mob gangster guy. Like I mean, was it through? Because he called her randomly. Oh wait, no, yeah, he's always had her they number. They had a connection before, but she told it him. was from what well, it was from the group of people she hung out with. That's right. Yeah. See, that's, this part of the story is, like, so, like, I don't know, it's very, I dislocate, I 
don't dislocate. But it's very just it's so weird to me, the whole Aton part of the story. Like I mean, like in the whole Hellbent story, I just like I I find this whole part of Aton coming in and it's just very random. And we'll get further into that. I just I don't know. To me, it's it's weird. Although I do find it very entertaining because I, I love that there's this orthodox pretty much kosher Israeli Jew. That's mm-hmm. a big gangster man. Yep. Hitting it. Going crazy. So, yeah. yeah what uh, else? Let's see. Uh, there's that nice part about, like, I mean, like, with Mercy. I was going to say, she told Mercy everything. Yeah. And, and that was that was good. And that was, um, it's helpful. It's a moment. Like. It was a moment. That's a moment for Alex. Because Alex is so guarded and secretive yeah. and not vulnerable. And, like, she actually opened up and, like, spilled to a friend. Yeah. And it's also, because, I mean, it's, and it's personal. It's, like, I mean, it's, like, she told her stuff that, like, she's not even supposed mm-hmm. to say. So. She's trusting someone. Good for her. Go, Alex. We are for you. We are proud of you. I just realized, yeah, there's a camera. I should probably look at that. I'll, eh. Eh. <laughs> it's a podcast. That's right. But, um, yeah, the – so we definitely get into the architecture part, and yes. that stuff is just like – I know. You're like – That's right. This is over. where Terry tunes out. Yes. And she's just like – and I just found it fascinating. And I stick list- to the facts of, like, what's going to, like – make the story go further when we're just talking about history and architecture, then I'm like, I just, my eyes kind of. But the architecture part is part, like, I mean, it's, it is, they're discovering what the gauntlet is um, and figuring out how, yeah, they're figuring out exactly what the gauntlet is. So that's like, I mean, I think that's just so neat. And to know also that these are like real, mm-hmm. like, actual places and things like i really like i mean i would go on a hell-bent tour of the library like if i could i just i would love to go walk the gauntlet um i think it'd be amazing i think that'd be so cool um and i just i have i want to see more pictures i want to see like i mean i just think it's so neat because lee even said like i mean she got her pass to go and like be on campus to like especially like i mean like help write this book and i just think that's so cool like i mean that she like was in there and like figuring all this out and coming up with it like i mean i want to go and see that the there's a i guess like a where the mop is there's like a apparently like a glyph that's above that door with like some kind of like mop and i was like weird I find that funny. Interesting. I don't know. I I loved it. I thought it was neat that they were finally putting some stuff together to figure out what the gauntlet was. And especially that Darlington was giving them hints the entire time. He just couldn't tell them. And that's some smart stuff. Like, I mean, my gosh. Like, I couldn't. It's It's crazy. I just think it's so neat. I don't know. I loved it. And, like, I could... There was so much stuff in there, but I mean, like, I can't explain it. I, goodness gracious. But it was neat. I, who knew that a library had this much, like, like, 
don't know, thought put in? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. I was, yeah. But I loved it. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, at first, I was confused because I thought I was actually thinking it was that Beinecke library, but then I realized, no, they're talking about the Sterling library, Sterling, yeah. which is a different one. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so... They need four murderers. Yep. Well, two. <laughs> yep. Total. They need four murderers. Yep. Oh, and... Soldier, scholar, priest, soldier. soldier. Nope. <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Prince. Soldier, scholar. Priest, Prince. Yeah. It's so cool. It's and they have to make a circuit in the doorways. Oh, and they have to die. That's yes. right. Well, it's the same thing when she went to hell. Exactly, but this is a little different because now she's got other people yeah. that she has to be like, "Hey, so we want to save Darlington, but we all have to die first. Well, yeah, that's how you get down there. Yeah, just well, sounds interesting. <laughs> Sounds a little scary. Um, but and just like every other time we got to do spells, we have to do it on Samhain. Yeah. It gives them two weeks, though. Yeah. <laughs> They've got some time to chop, put. Chop, chop. They can put some stuff together. Um, I hope Darling can, can stay in his little circle that long. <laughs> hope he's got two weeks of time. Well, I found interesting that, that they said that they're not allowed to perform any rituals or anything during Samhain. And I wonder if that's because that's when technically the portals are all supposed to be at their weakest and biggest. And um, I'm, I guess that's why absolutely. they wouldn't be allowed to. Yeah, I think you are absolutely right with that. I think it would be it. Yeah, that would be the worst time. Yeah. They would be going, it'd be crazy. So, um, oh, and then I'm just trying to think of, like, I mean. There's another murder. Another murder. <clears throat> murder. There is. And then um Melissa Almond oh. Almondine came back. I always call her Melissa Albright because I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to call. I always forget her last name. But yeah, she's She came back just because she um was concerned and she wanted to like she explains that she's been to hell. Mm-hmm. She's done it. And um doesn't advise it and yeah. and she was she was like trying to hint that like maybe darlington like wouldn't have done it for her like she was trying to make it sound like if darlington was going to be doing something like that he would have done it just to like research it not to like not for yeah somebody but he she also knew a different side yeah. of darlington because yeah. she was teaching darlington and darlington was young and he um Darlington actually sounds a lot like me. I'm not as smart as he is, but he, um, because they made the comment about Darlington would do it just to like learn about the weather and things like mm-hmm. and the climate and things like that. I'm like, oh, that's totally me. Like the world building craziness. Like, because that's what I'm so fascinated by is this whole Lee's perspective of hell. I, I think it's so cool so far. I think it's neat. Um, anyways. But yeah, another murder. Um, Turner called. There's another murder. And that's where it ended, right? Mm-hmm. That's where we finished. Yeah. yeah. And um, but we've got a Mercy, uh, not Mercy. Sorry, Dawes is putting in a lot of work. <laughs> she is 
He is helping Alex. And I love that we really get a... And we talked about this last time. I love that we really get... Their relationship is really amazing to read. Yeah. She's and fine. we're getting more Dawes. Like, we're getting to know her more. She's coming into her own. Oh, yeah. She's she's a brilliant character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Well, yeah, I, I think we... If any of you all listeners have any questions or any topics you would love us to speak about, we would love to. Um, if it's world building, um, you can contact me. And no. <laughs> But, yeah, so we are set for, let's see, the next chapters are, I don't know why I was just picking up my book and about to look and see what the chapters were. Yeah, no. Next, we will be covering 13 through 17 next week. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and please don't forget, if you want to hear more of us and you want to hear us um, being the commentary of Shadow and Bone Season um, Episode 2, Season 1, um, we're going to be going through all of them. So, yeah, there's going to be an extra hour of us every week. I hope you all enjoy. You're welcome. You are. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Well... Okay, well, we love you all, and um, don't forget, please go to the giveaway um, and take the quiz. Go to the giveaway. Go to grishcast.com and take the quiz to be entered into the giveaway. If you want a whole schlep thing of Grishaverse stuff, it's amazing. Okay. Take the quiz anyway, because it's fun. Please do. Yes. Okay. Well, long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been Grisha Cast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And thank you to our amazing staff, Alex, Michelle, Brenda, 